This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. I got to tell you, I feel well-rested on this podcast right now. Daryl, we've taken a little bit of time. For the first time in, what, the two years we've been doing this, we actually took like two or three days off from the podcast so you look well rested my friend are you ready to talk a little Browns football and what's going on yeah sure in between Cavs games we can do that all right sounds like a plan your hair looks way better than mine mine looks like crazy man it's been wearing headsets for the last four hours and I look like a mad scientist although I do have my scarlet on as we record this on Valentine's Day so happy Valentine's Day to you Daryl yeah right back at you and uh I thought you were wearing scarlet in honor of Ohio State firing Chris Holtman yeah, that's uh, we could get into that, but uh, I'll save that for the air. And I'm sure you wrong, wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got to listen to our sister podcast, for- the Sons of the Shoe, where it's always the it's always Sons of the Shoe game day in Ohio. I'm surprised they didn't like name that. It's always game day in Columbus. Yeah, Since but that they, would require. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't say that. That's a good point because we have such a litany of great names we have for our podcast let's continue to give them to everybody else that's a great idea this is the original i just want everyone to know that we are the original we were the first uh, yeah we were the guinea pigs and, and unfortunately not the last <laughs> all right daryl i want to talk about uh, we can get to the super bowl at some point we went to get to the nfl honors but you know what's been in the wheelhouse for especially for this podcast is what's going on with the stadium more people coming up to me, Daryl, especially after last week, with what's going on with the stadium. Are the Browns moving? Can we please get this notion that it is the end of the earth if uh, the, the Browns actually move to Brook Park, which you literally could pick up a rock and throw into the city of Cleveland as far as saying that you're moving the Browns if Brook Park is the possibility or the place they could go. So, Daryl, get us up to speed on what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, look, there's only um, a handful of teams that actually play uh, in their actual cities. I mean, suburban, um, 
stadium locations is commonplace uh, in the NFL. And yes, like 12, isn't there like 12? You know, Brook Park is technically a suburb of Cleveland, but at one point that land where the old Ford plant was across from uh, Cleveland Hopkins International Airport, that used to be city of Cleveland land. Uh, And uh, way back in the day, city of Cleveland and Brook Park swapped land. Uh, Cleveland got the IX (laughs) Center and Brook Park got the Ford plant. So, um, look, this is, I I think that there's a lot of layers to this whole situation. First of all, they've not bought the land yet, okay? Number one. Number two, they're they're dotting the T's, crossing the I's on a purchase agreement, which basically, look, purchase agreements at times can be worth nothing more than the paper that they're written on. I mean, the purchase agreements happen all the time and they fall through all the time. So is like, it basically an intent to buy without having yeah, to be without actually buying the land. So um I think this year we will know what the Browns plan to do come 2029 as far as where they're going to play. Are they going to play in a dome okay. in Brook Park? Or are they going to st- keep playing uh, down by the lakefront? We're, I have a feeling we're going to know by the end of the year uh, because they have to know. Uh, one of the problems, or I should say challenges right now, when you talk about putting funding together, is that there is no concrete plan. Um, the Browns have not made a decision. They've not been able to come to terms with the city of Cleveland on extending the lease and the renovations that they – would like to see happen to Cleveland Brown Stadium, which, by the way, we've you know talked at length about are going to cost between one and one point two billion dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, what the Browns are doing is, and, and we've talked about this uh, on the air, uh, and I've written about this. What they're doing is, is they're creating a, a plan B, because right now, as we talk, it doesn't look like the renovations moving forward. And the reason why I say that is because they haven't come to terms with the city of Cleveland. Like it just, it hasn't happened yet. Right. And mm-hmm. so you have posturing on both sides from the Brown standpoint, from the city standpoint. Right. Um, the, the challenge too, is that that stadium's owned by the city. And when you look at the people that actually use the stadium, it's not a lot of people from the city of Cleveland. It's all the people from the suburbs that come into Cleveland to mm-hmm. use the stadium. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the other aspect of this, that they want to make this a regional type of a agreement. And um, that's that's challenging when you're talking about a building that's not owned by the region, it's owned by a municipality, right? So there's that tentacle to it. Uh, there's the tentacle that, that, yeah, the Browns have to find an alternate plan. If things aren't moving forward with the stadium, right, they have to find a plan B. Well, guess what? They now have a plan B, and that is... Okay. They can build a dome in Brook Park. Now the questions become, okay, we have a renovation plan in one hand that's going to cost $1 to $1.2 billion to stay on the lakefront. Now we have plan B, which is to buy some land across from Hopkins Airport uh, and the Norfolk Southern Railroad tracks uh, in Brook Park on the site of the old Ford plant, 176 acres, where we can build a dome and we can build a Brownstown, so to speak, hotels and shops and all that kind of thing, right? And control the parking and, and things like that and reap benefits that, quite frankly, they don't have right now uh, with First Energy Stadium. And and we know just by, you know, some of the things that the Browns have done in recent years, one of, the, one of their goals is they would like to control more parking. Right now, the city of Cleveland controls the parking, the muni lot, the lots around the stadium, 
those are those are not owned by the Cleveland Browns. So, um, and, and then the, you know the lakefront development project that the you know the city's trying to put together, which kind of in my view chokes the stadium off even further. Uh, the only way to get to the stadium is on foot, unless you're there before 10 a.m. on a 1 p.m. kickoff game day. It's very hard to get a vehicle down to the lakefront. And that's then there's not- only two la- there's only one lane to get in too. Yeah, after like that. that that's just that's terrible <coughs> planning. It, it's awful. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, um, you know, they wouldn't have that problem in Brook Park. There's also the accessibility thing that I was getting into there for a moment. You've got I-480, I-71, and State Route 237. And the turnpike is right down the street. (laughs) Right. So um, 237 is probably going to get completely rebuilt when they redo Hopkins Airport. Because the city of Cleveland is also working on another multi-billion dollar project, price tag $3 billion, that's with a B, to right. rebuild Hopkins. Uh, all the terminals, the uh, infrastructure, the access, transportation, hubs, everything. Okay? You could have $6 billion invested into that airport area when it's all said and done. 100%. Okay. So there are just so, there are so many layers to this thing right now. That it's not just black and white, the Browns are doing one or the other. Like, it's not definitive that they're going to build a dome in Brook Park. But they're exploring the option right now. So, I, I think folks need to, to slow their roll, but also understand the Browns are doing the smart thing right now by cultivating options for themselves. And most importantly, stop saying this is wor- as bad as Art Modell. It's okay. ridiculous. Anytime I hear that, I laugh. I just laugh. It's the dumbest low-hanging fruit that makes no sense whatsoever the the team is not leaving northeast ohio the haslams have made that very clear in fact when the haslams bought the team it was in the you know the fine print with with the learner family trust that they could not relocate uh the franchise okay the team is not going anywhere they're still going to be the cleveland browns whether they play on the lakefront or they play across from the city line in brook park across from the airport the other thing, too, is, is for the uh, conspiracy theorists, Not, I guess conspiracy theorists is the, the wrong way to put it, but for the folks who say, oh, they, they can't build next to an airport, you can't build stadiums next to an airport. Two things. Really? One, yes, you can. It gets done all the time. Just look at Los Angeles, and I realize they built that uh, in, in, a, in the ground, so to speak. But also, too, where they would put the stadium is nowhere near any runway as far as a flight path goes. Okay, Daryl, can I say it? Can I say the the reality? Cleveland Browns Stadium right now, where they play, is at the end of a runway. (laughs) It is at the end of a runway right now. When the commissioner left after the Jets game, I watched that plane take off, and it could not have been more than three football fields away. Between it was, it was, it was, it was basically just flying over the lake where the lake starts on the north side of the stadium. You've yeah. got to be kidding me. Like, I don't want to hear the FAA stuff on this. Cleveland Brown Stadium is at the end of a runway. 
Please stop. Um, I guess technically it's not because the runway is angled out toward the lake, but the point your point is made that yes, there's an airport on the other side of North Coast Harbor <laughs> of Cleveland Brown Stadium. So 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 th- this can be done. Now the the again the challenge who pays for the dome? How do they pay for it? Right? True. Who's who's this? You know. Uh, do the Cleveland Browns actually buy that land? Is it a subsidiary uh, affiliated with the Cleveland Browns? Or Maybe they do a land swap there, back. Darryl, Darryl, we or, have or, are they doing, or are they doing a business agreement with another company to do? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there, there's a lot of detail right now about this. And is um, I, I spoke to a couple of sources about just the purchase agreement in and of itself. Hang on to that thought, Daryl, because we're going to come right back and you're going to tell us what sneaky sneak inside information you have about a new Brown Stadium. It's always game day in Cleveland. 